Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Petty Zoo, properly named in my opinion, because <laughs> it just fits. Because we're petty. That's true. And being a teenager is just like a zoo. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> it's the worst. Um, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Hi, my name's Anna. I'm 18, almost 19, pretty, mm-hmm. pretty soon going to be 19. I'm a freshman in college. Uh, at Oberlin College in Ohio. Woo! Ohio! 45 minutes outside Cleveland. Split. Um, I'm Jared. I'm 18. <laughs> I never fucking learned how to read. <laughs> I never Oh, yeah, that. you can swear, by the way. I oh, forgot nice. to say that. Okay. Yeah, swearing is cool. Um, I'm Julia. I'm also 18. Yes. I'm pretty far off from 19. And I'm a freshman at Boston University. Ooh, fans. Mm. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, so basically, we want to do this podcast because I'm doing a school project and I have to learn how to do a project because I basically promised a bunch of people I could without having any skill set <laughs> whatsoever, which is going to be a theme in this podcast. It's basically like unqualified human beings talk right, about right, things right. they have very little like information. Like dubious life advice. Yes, yes. It's going to be like part advice, part just like conversation, just like yeah, a hangout. We, yeah, I just think our conversations are really cool. Um, I'm sure. a low-key narcissist. That's, oh, same. I kind of assume everyone want to listen, wants yeah. to listen to me. I think that's like part of the reason we need to start this podcast is basically because we're both like a little obsessed with one another, like yeah. ourselves. But also one, one another. another. Yeah, yeah. And it works. And we just assume that everyone else is going to be like, yeah. Equally is obsessed with yeah. this. We've had a lot of conversations about wanting to be the mysterious cool girl. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Not that any of us, either one of us is right. good at parties. Not the popular one. No. The Ever. cool, <laughs> mysterious, like off-brand one. Yeah. Like the Hex Girls. Yeah. Like the Hex Girls from the famed Scooby-Doo <laughs> Island movie. And the Witches' Ghost. Oh, the Witches' the witches Ghost is my favorite. I can't believe I didn't say that. Yeah. No, it's honestly, when they were in Australia. Honestly, I don't want to watch a Scooby-Doo unless there's a self-insert Stephen King character there. Oh, true. True. I didn't <laughs> Ben know. Ravencroft. Ben Ravencroft. <laughs> he was the epitome. Good for Stephen King. And honestly, like, move over it. You it's know, time he had for- a brony <laughs> tail before brony tails were cool. Ew, brony tail? Is that I like think a- I might have made that up, but I also think it's a thing. Yeah, trademark that. It's on it's on record now. Mm-hmm. Brony tail. Is that like <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's like the kind of guy that has a ponytail, but he's not like a broser, but more like He's like annoying about it. Like a James Franco. Ew. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's very like literary and morally ambiguous. I feel like it's like I've done a lot of reading, but I'm not gonna specify what I've read because I'm kind yes. of embarrassed about that. I'm going to name drop books all the time, okay, but it's going to be very <laughs> it is. That's Loki yes. It is. But I feel like we don't like try to explain the plots of no. books. We've only Wikipedia summary to no. other people. Although that Loki was me in high school sometimes just being like sometimes in AP English and yeah. I had to be like the plot wouldn't be fixed if they were Christians. Yeah, like, just being, like, or, like, you were sitting there and, you know, you kind of have to answer a question. Or you just really want to because everyone else is talking. Right, right, right. I must contribute mm-hmm. my opinion because it's so important. Again, we're narcissists. I think that's, like, a crucial, No, I think like, that's an underlying thing. Yeah, one thing you've got to understand. Yeah, before you listen to the rest of this because you're going to be like, who are these bitches? <laughs> they suck. Okay. Which is true. Yeah. But also, we don't think that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what's important. <laughs> Just our opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this will be good for us because I think, again, we talk too much. Maybe, yeah. like, that is socially acceptable. No, yeah, I feel like we spend four hours together at brunch mm-hmm. talking about everything. Everything. And the people at brunch will eventually just kind of look and be like, they're Peter still, out. Yeah, they're they're still, still going. They're still there. How long can they talk about the Time's Up initiative? 
long, very long very time. Long. Yeah, the dynamic of mm-hmm. activism. Performative activism Is versus it? enacting real change. Oh, wow. Ooh. Look at those big college buzzwords. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're both also like... Just barely in college. Like, yeah. I feel like we are in, like... We are babies in We are, college. like, two steps in there. And yet we both kind of feel over college. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I think that's a shared, uh, like, theory of both. It's a college... We're good. Yeah. Like, we've, I've, done, we've done it. <laughs> I've come. I've seen... I don't know about conquering, but, like, I'm ready to be... A 20-something in a cute apartment in Cambridge. Yeah. Which I cat is very unrealistic. Oh, completely. Neither one of us have, like, lucrative job. <laughs> or any job. Theory, or any job. No, we have jobs. They're just not lucrative. That's true. That's, <clears throat> yeah. We're not good at that. So, that, I think that's a pretty good, what, a, like, four-minute summary of, like, what you're about to get into. Mm-hmm. Or you're not. You could just, like, peace out here. I wouldn't blame you. Yeah, um, not at I, all. A lot of our friends do. That's uh, <laughs> true. But it's basically, this is sort of like a tangent-esque conversation about, I feel like it's like a lot of like teenager, college, I don't know, young adult like issues that I don't understand, but I'm getting to. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The stuff we talk about that like, I feel like the way that teenage girls talk to one another is very underrepresented in media. Because like most shows you watch, like the way that teenage girls talk to one another is so vastly different than the way I feel like we talk to each other oh in real life. It's yeah. astounding. Yeah, that's it's like so different true. languages. Yeah. I feel like my favorite thing is in high school shows when it's like my experience with high school was so different from what I thought yeah. it would be. Like it was very much like I I just said this like a few <laughs> minutes ago, but like I was in school all the time. Yeah. And that's what we talked about. Right. I think I've distilled it down to what I thought the teen experience would be was, you know the movie Freaky Friday? Yeah, of the course. The classic. Of course. Okay. You know the A aud- documentary. Yeah. <laughs> you know the audition scene where she goes and she's playing at the House of Blues. Oh, yeah. And like she's shredding the guitar yeah. and there's the really cute boy there. That is what I thought high school would feel like. It doesn't. If not, like, the exact thing happened, oh, even really? though I don't play guitar. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, what? Right. <laughs> I thought high school was the audition guitar scene yeah. in Freaky Friday, and it fucking wasn't. No, it was not. Like, fuck that. I yeah. just, huh, like, I feel like, I don't know what I thought high school was. Yeah. I knew I was kind of obsessed with it as a kid. Like, I remember yeah. playing games as, like, like, for, like, Barbies and, like, to, like, kids' toys. I would play them in high school because... For sure, around 16 or 17. Because that's when I was, like, that's the peak. Right. It's all downhill. Right. I still it's all downhill like, from 17. Yeah. I still oh, feel God. like 17 was, like, this monumentous age. And not that much happened to me hey, when I was 17. We became friends. That's true. And we were, like, But, 16, like, I didn't yeah. feel like I had all of these, like vast life experiences that no. shape me forever and that I will look back on for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't feel like 17 was this golden age I'm never getting no. back. I, I'm, I'm curious. So, to you out there in, the, you know, the ether. <laughs> ether. <laughs> That's the word it. of the day. It you is. Used it you used it earlier. and I stole it. Um, well, I was really on the fence about using because I didn't know if it was ether or ether. So, no, I was like, ether. all right, Jill, you got to make the choice to pronounce ether. it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, into the... Either. I, I mispronounce words all the time, or I say words I don't know the meaning of, but oh, I say constantly. it very confidently. Well, the thing about mispronouncing words is that I had no friends as a little kid, yeah. and all I did was read all the time. That's true. So I learned, how to, yeah, I learned how to pronounce words, how I read them in books, which is why I thought Hermione was pronounced Hermone. Hermone. For no less than four years. There is years. an I in there, though. Because it is like Hermione. I feel like, I don't no, know. No, I feel like my favorite character in Harry Potter is Hermone. Hermione. 
Hermione Granger. <laughs> a oh, feminist icon. Okay, but the Gran. Like, it was G-R-A-N. Granger. Gran. Like but Granger. British accent. Granger. Oh, my God. That's like Granger. Hermione like, Granger. Yeah. yeah. It's like Fantasies of Granger. Delusions of Delusions Granger. Of Granger. Yeah. What's that musical is that from? Delusions of Granger. You have these delusions of grandeur. I feel like it's a line I know. I can't think what it is. Yeah, that's the other thing that I feel like is important to know is I think we're both ex slash kind of still at theater kids, which is totally which explains the narcissism. It explains the narcissism. It explains like the lack of like real social skills and like (laughs) like, social ability. And the desire to be the center of attention at any given moment. Me in class, I'm like, I'm obviously <laughs> an intellectual superstar. Like, I feel like I've failed at a social situation unless I have, like, commanded the attention of the room for no less than five minutes. We've talked about how, like, when you don't, when you tell a joke in, like, a like public setting and it bombs, you just need to run away. Oh, yeah. Like, I, there's no excuse. Right? I have no coping skills. Yeah. For when my jokes don't land. <laughs> I just go into this shame spiral of identity crisis. Like, oh, definitely. If I'm not the funny one. Because <laughs> if I'm not the funny one, I'm the Neville Longbottom. That's true. That's like, I feel like, it's almost like, you know, like a midlife crisis. It's almost like a midnight crisis. Like, that's me at all times. <laughs> midnight crisis. Midnight crisis because it's very much, it's like, I have... Molly Wen? Midnight crisis? No. Mm-hmm. We're also ex-Molly Wenners. Which or current Molly Wenners. Or current Molly Wenners. Which does I don't think it, like, reflects too, too much of us. More than the fact, like, we... Th- Love playing like theater. We love pretending to do things rather than yeah, actually doing exactly. them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and we love having other people thinking we do things instead yes, of actually doing. Because Molly Wynn looks cool as shit, but Molly Wynn is one of the dumbest things I've ever done. Oh my god, it's so dumb, and it gets even dumber in college because kids get way more serious about it. I was at a conference in DC, and mid like merger with another resolution, I was like, I know nothing about the economy. I was helping merge the economy decisions, and I was like, I genuinely cannot tell you what the fuck this means yeah like there's capitalism and there's communism yes and maybe there's something in the middle but i don't know what it's called or what it means oh yeah i economy i love i'm a big history nerd that might be my major Mm -hmm. probably will be let's be real um but like i don't know anything when they're like i like i don't know anything about the market Mm-hmm. Um, I understood boom bust. <laughs> I bust? boom bust. Bust? the boom bust cycle. <laughs> I understood like what it was on like a basic level, and when it came to like oh, like they went from like farming to like factories, like that makes sense Industrialism. to me. Industrial, yeah. I Trains. think I think I am one of those people. It's like I think I understood what ha- what like was happening in the world up until maybe like. 1896. Oh, for sure. For like, sure. Like, after that, like, the 20th century and above, everything sounds fake to me. Yeah. Someone's like, we're flying now. I'm like, the fuck? Are we really? Are we? It still <laughs> feels fake. Like, I feel like I was in... The other day, I was in New York last week, and I was in a hotel that was so big, and it had the, like, glass elevators, so you can, like, see the rest of the hotel when you're mm-hmm. in the elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was sitting there, and I was looking at my sister, and I was like, this looks CGI. And she's like, what did you just say? And I was like, this looks, like, fake. Like, if I was watching this yeah, in a movie, I would news. be like, this ain't a building. Like, this is just, a like, one, like, floor of a building stacked on top of itself <laughs> for, like, 30,000. Like, it felt like I was in The Hunger Games. I don't know. So much about, like... Like, this is so, like, I feel like philosophy-ish. Philosophical? Philosophical. Yes. Philosophy-ish is my preferred term. Especially for the first, you know, 12 minutes of this podcast to get right into it. But I feel like so Mm. much of what I think 
is like so much that I've experienced. I'm like, mm, this seems fake. Like mm. graduating high school and everything, which is supposed to be a big moment. Fake. Fake. Like it feels like I'm like. Mm. I didn't cry. I literally went to a restaurant and like ate French fries that were sort of okay. And I was like, all right, this is how I live <laughs> this now. This is how it is. College hasn't hit me that at all. There. Yeah, no. No. I keep sitting like I keep telling. I told people this at the beginning of college, and now no one believes me. Um, like as we've kept going, like mm-hmm. they're like, no, that's not true. At the beginning of college, I was like, it feels like summer camp, like sleepaway camp. Not that I've ever been to sleepaway camp, but I just How assume one would imagine it this is what like. it feels like. Like, it's like you're here for a few weeks, and then you're like, peace, going back yeah, to my yeah. real life. And, like, everyone during orientation was like, yeah, totally. That girl, woo, look at her. Again, She's so smart and yeah. perceptive. Yeah, it was like, that's the kind of appreciation I need in a social setting. Mm-hmm. And then it was like... <laughs> And then it was like, I keep, now I'm saying that, like, you know, I remember saying that in, like, November, and everyone's like, no, like, it's, this is college, like, this is your life now. No, 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 like, I like, still feel like I'm the same again. But now I feel like that bitch that fakes a stomach bug so she can get the one call home. Oh, yeah, same. I feel <laughs> like I'm skipping canoeing. I'm, I'm skipping <laughs> jet skiing. No jet. I'm staying what in my camp. Do you go to? Oh, I went to a summer camp you down did. the. Was camp. it sleepover? It was a sleepover oh, camp shit. for two weeks. And Janet, who is my mother, yeah, signed, Classic. put in my brother's birthday instead of mine. You told me so that. So I ended up in a bug with kids three or four years younger than me. So first hour, I was like, "Fuck this shit! I'm gonna paddle home in a rowboat." And <laughs> then the course. counselors moved me. So I got moved probably four days in, but by then all of the alliances had already been formed in the other cabin, so I was the new bitch that had to prove myself. It was very stressful, actually. That's my fear of transferring colleges. I'm like, I don't want to be the bitch who comes in and interrupts an alliance. Right. No. And then that and the the only other thing I remember about Sleepaway Camp is they had a dish called Squirty Chicken. Ew. That was (laughs) chicken. Yeah. And it was like a breaded chicken nugget with oil inside, and you stabbed it with a fork, and the liquid spurred it out. That sounds and terrible. And I got violently ill. That sounds terrible. Shockingly. Wow. Well, yeah, that's... Yeah. Uh, squirty chicken and being around the wrong sort of kids is... <laughs> college. College <laughs> and sleepover Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But that, that's so funny, because it reminds me of, you know, in... Um, Oh, again, another wonderful Lindsay Lohan movie. By the way, we're big Lindsay Lohan fans. Oh, huge. In the Parent Trap, which is also one of the best films of all time, in my opinion. And that's what I thought middle school would be like when I was a kid. Middle school was much more acne and crying. Oh, definitely. Um, no, like, when, the, you know, there's that scene where the little boy, and he's, like, all the girls are, like, having fun in, like, the, the dining hall, and the little boy's calling his mom on the phone, <laughs> yeah. and he's, like, he's, like, mom, I think I'm at the wrong camp. Like, that's literally straight <laughs> out of the parent trap. Honestly, at this point, that's how you're feeling about college. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like I'm the young boy who's just sitting there and being like, "Mom, ooh, I know." Ooh, I'm sorry. This wasn't one of the questions that I had in mind, but I just came up with it. Mm. So, part of this like podcast is also discussing terms I didn't know the definition of, but pretended to for a very long time. Yeah. In the teenage world, it's not even like real words. It's like, oh, Oh, this means the lingo. Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't know what S- uh, SMH meant. Is it so much hate or shaking my head? Shaking my head. Because it could be both. It could be so much hate. I didn't understand for a very long time, and I recently <laughs> saw it because I was watching a like teenage YouTube, you know, beauty queen. 
mm-hmm. interview her mom, being like, do you know all these hip lingos? And I was like, holy shit. I don't know the I'm the mom. <laughs> like, I don't know what's saying. What yes, she's saying. Like, I clout. That's a thing. <laughs> I prefer, like, early 2000s hip lingo. Like, oh, what's the 411? The 411. What's the hot goss? We say hot goss all the time. Oh, we say hot goss <laughs> constantly. Also, zesty. Zesty. I'm reintroducing to the modern vernacular. I stole that word, and I use it at college all the time. Oh, I'm so glad. Please pass it around. Yeah, pass it around. And to the ether. Into the ether. Into the ether. You guys use it. So, use yes, zesty. all listeners. I love how we're talking to no one. Yeah. The one person that's going to be listening to this from across Probably the moms. Probably. Probably. Together. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm, I apologize to anyone, to my moms. Or anyone, like, I feel like most people who are going to listen to this know who we are. <laughs> so Probably. Like, yeah. Like, I feel like this is going to be something I, like, Which send Which is going to be interesting when we talk shit about people. Do we, though? See, that's my question, is, like, what kind of podcast? Because... I what? feel like we can talk shit if we change names and don't offer exact... <laughs> we just... Tell vague stories <laughs> about vague people. Or you know what I like in a book when they can't say someone's name so they use the first letter? So they'll be like, oh, there's like, a lot of drama between K and H. There is, there is. And it also involves A. Oh, God. And I mean, like, that's like R. That's like, <laughs> that's like, no, no, K. Yeah, well, it's mostly caused by K. That's like Pretty Little Liars where they're like A. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Exactly. But that, I like that sense of mystery. Mystery, yes. Although, like, I, in Pretty Little Liars, they were like, A could stand for anonymous. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> no, no. It must stand for somebody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. There but then it didn't. Meaning. That shit went off the rails. I love well, it, though. Uber A. Uber A. That was, a squared. That was I think Mona A was the best That was a. the best plot twist of my 12-year-old life. Oh, seriously. I remember watching it, and I was, like, shocked. Pretty Little Liars also scared the shit out of me when I was younger. scary. In fifth grade, I Shouldn't watched been. a couple episodes. It and came I out was, when we were, like. I was petrified. Yeah. No, it's definitely scary. I think it's a scary show. Yeah, but like, besides, again, we go on a lot of tangents. That's mm. mostly what this is. I'm looking at the time. It's been 18 minutes and just tangents. Nice. We've No, we've introduced ourselves. Yeah. And we've kind of explained what this podcast is. But also the thing is like, I think this is something we'll get into like a group. Depending on how many of these we do, I don't know. I feel like it can just be something that we do like whenever we're home. Whenever we're home and hanging yeah. out. Yeah. And like, see what happens with it. Like, that can maybe be aim for like one a month. Yeah, maybe. I feel like definitely this is something, it's something I also want to do to, like, better, so self-centered, mm. again, but, like, better document, like, what's happening. Definitely. Because, first of all, I, like, lose shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I lose memories, <laughs> and, like, I lose, like, photos, and, like, things like that. I change things, like, I had, like, like, I change Instagram accounts, like, I just, like, my Facebook I don't keep up with, like, I'm not very good at, like... I've never been able to keep a diary. Like, I'm not good at, like, keeping up so, with my yeah, own life. I keep a journal, but I write in it very sporadically. And it's always and when you're sad. Right. That's what I was going to say. I literally only write in it when I'm having, like, an emotional crisis. Yeah. So you look through in the past year, and it's like, is this bitch okay? Yeah. Like, like what it, the f- It's so, like, it's so very, like, I feel like diaries are almost like, because whenever you see them used in, like, real life, you, or, like, not real life, whenever you ever see used in, like, movies and stuff it's like oh it's always like when there's something drama happening and she's like yeah time to write this shit down right i did that as a kid yeah the other thing about diary keeping i think is that i always write them thinking about another person reading them weirdly enough like i almost want to write them in the style of a book 
that's set up as diary entries yeah. and feeling like I need to be telling a cohesive narrative. Yeah. Like, I don't think about diaries as me being able to just write down, I ate popcorn today. <laughs> Delicious. Went, <laughs> went to the movies. It was a good day. Six out of ten might recommend to a friend. Instead, I feel like I need to be constructing these oh, large yeah. overarching narrative themes, which yeah. is like dumb because I would never let anyone else read it, but I write it imagining somebody else yeah. reading it. It's like, you know, if you disappear mysteriously, what are they going to find in your room? Right. For me, you're going to find a lot of trash. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to... I feel like you could find... There's not that much interesting stuff on my phone. Like, honestly. Yeah, I I don't think I have a ton on my phone. Yeah. I do have nips in my old dollhouse. There well. That'll do it. Um, I don't. Like, I have <laughs> no... Like, I, I don't have anything, like, really interesting in my room. Like, you know, in all of my favorite murder shows, which I love all of my murder shows, they're mm-hmm. fantastic. What's your um, favorite murder show? Oh, Jesus. That's that's You could have a whole segment. <laughs> yeah, just like true crime. We love true crime. Um, I personally love Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds is I'm good. I'm a huge fan. Criminal Minds is good because it's just sort of like, it's kind of like pretzels. It's like, you're not like really craving pretzels, but if pretzels are here, you're, you're going to eat, eat the whole thing. Right. I like that you don't need to watch an episodic order. No, that's You can nice. kind of just throw on a Criminal Minds and you can just sort of like read the shit. And I like yeah. like the more psychological aspect of yeah. it. Yeah. And I do think they've had some good plot reveals. Yeah. I love Law and Order SVU. Obviously, Mariska, Hargate, mm-hmm. my hero. She's just wonderful. Right. She's just just a star among women. She um, really is. She really is. They're, yeah, I love um, SVU. I was really into like early to late 2000s crime shows um big fan of bones like early mm-hmm. on love that bones shit is classic because i have a big i watched all of buffy and i love <gasps> david bolognese who i love I, buffy i always call him david bolognese by the way i know it's not his name but it's how i read it because i can't read yeah spoiler alert <laughs> what up i'm That's, jared i'm 19 and i never fucking I'm learned how to read no. Yeah, there's also going to be a lot of Vine references, or like, just like, we're very... We have a dense web of various media references. That like we a, both understand. Right, it's like a series of books and movies and TV shows and music and Vines that we all sort of like, we know. understand. <laughs> we know, there's like yeah. a collective um, understanding. Yeah, I think we have multiple conversations about how like, I need a life partner that's going to understand <laughs> my media that's, references that's and true. find them funny. Yeah, because what if they don't? Like, I feel like you can't understand. That's why I'm, like, worried about this podcast because it's, like, I might end up not doing anything with it because it's, like, Jesus Christ, like, how could anyone understand what we're saying? Right. No, for sure. We talk too fast. Oh, and back to true crime, though. One thing I've been really into lately is the Manson murders. I think it's because Charles Manson just died. That's true. That I think, obviously, they're horrific in nature, but there's also so much to unpack about them, and I think also their place in the larger cultural imagination of the time and how, like, I listened to this podcast. <laughs> podcast. Which one? It was, um, God. Was the last podcast on the left? No. That's a good one. No. Okay, so it was basically talking about how the culture of the time made it for the Manson murders to become as big as they did. That and also how the culture of the time has changed Ooh. by the Manson murders, which is Ooh. really fascinating. And then I read Helter Skelter by yeah. Vincent Belugalusi, which is kind of like the definitive account of the Manson murders. Yeah. And then there's also, I read The Murder of Sharon Tate, which is interesting too. Um, I don't know. That's something that I just think there's been a lot of new stuff about it lately. That you're and, like popping up on. Yeah, and it's something I always kind of knew vaguely about. And then we read The Girls. We, we did. Read the Girls this by Emma Klein. Yeah. And I like um, how you know authors' names. I feel like I never do. 
I sometimes do. I try to. <laughs> I feel like I'm always like, oh yeah, that book with the guy. Mm, that, that book. One, that one dude. That, that one, one man. Guy. Yeah. Yes. And I expect everyone around me to be like, oh yes, and I'm that one guy. Understanding of your words. Yeah, but the girls was um. They didn't mention the Manson murders, but it was very clearly based off. It's of very them. much like we're not. It's again. It's kind of like if we ever want to gossip about anyone we know on this podcast, it's like we're not explicitly gonna say the word <laughs> Manson, but like but there can be some heavy implications. There's cults. Women there's part, a desert. People part their hair in the middle. There's a pregnant lady that dies. Wow. Mm. This is very. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, again, 25 minutes in, nonsense. Um, but, like, yeah, straight nonsense. Yeah, straight nonsense. But, hey, again, I think that's that's why we need this. Also, <laughs> I feel like we'll get better as time goes on. Yeah. I just feel like it could be a fun thing. It's also very low-key. Yes, Like, totally. we already talked to each other too much. <laughs> for sure. So we had, do you remember our four-hour conversation? I know I keep revealing that. Yes. Do you remember our four-hour text conversation the other night? Which about, or it was really late at night. And yes. it just started out about gossip and then turned into just, like, emotional and like very like personal fears (laughs) yes that's kind of what I want from this like kind of digressing in a wide variety but like ultimately oh it's like therapy (laughs) (laughs) but both of us are you know friend therapists actually don't be your therapist for your friends that could be a whole thing about how you should not be you're a therapist for your friends and there's a difference between being a supportive friend and being somebody's only emotional support yeah we both of us that's actually something we're both relatively qualified on yeah i think that's something that we've both dealt with um with different people and also with multiple friends and i think we both have a lot of experience with that yeah and um how it can really affect you personally your other friendships and kind of how you view emotional currency in friendships Ooh, emotional currency that like yeah that's very like again you gotta trademark this shit well we're (laughs) saying it on record so technically so fucking trademark you can you can find this but no emotional currency just in like you can't have one friend that's your only source of like support Right, and you also can't be, like, giving all of your personal stuff to one friend and not have them give anything back. There needs to be, like, a proper exchange of the emotional currency. Is this going to sound really weird, but, like, I feel like I didn't know what friendship was for a very long time. No, I think that's fair. Like, I feel like so much of my uh, friends that I grew up... Well, when you're a kid, it's like, you know, like... It's who's around you. It's by proximity. Yeah, it's by proximity. And I feel like that's true about high school. It's like by proximity. That's how we became friends. Oh, totally. Yeah. It's like we literally had the exact same schedule when Mm -hmm. we were in junior Mm -hmm. year. And we just followed each other around. Until eventually we gave up and decided to stick together. We did. And we shared AP US history notes. Mm -hmm. And that's how it all began. Yeah. No, I do think friendship is really important though. You remember that thing I wrote, AP English senior year? Yes, you did. (laughs) My really weird paper. It was so good. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I remember because I was like, I wrote mine and I was like, blah, 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 blah. like no, whatever. And I was like, send. No. <laughs> and then like I read yours and I was like, oh my god, there's so much thought and like, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like there was so much like thought and I just remember reading it and being like, damn, I didn't think of any of this. Like mine is like so very much like. I love yours, but thank you. It was just like funny stories, but then with like a sprinkle of like trauma. Trauma! <laughs> yeah. Trauma is like that salt. Could be this it makes everything taste better if you add a little bit of it. But once it too gets much. too salty or too traumatic, you need something else. Ooh, good analogy, because I also think there's like a somewhat I've experienced this with friends of almost like a weird addiction to yes. trauma. Or not necessarily trauma itself, but like uh 
think everybody has sort of a desire to be near it. I think something about teenage girls, it might be that exposing your personal trauma feels like shorthand for closeness or emotional intimacy. Oh yeah, it's like, oh well, we're we're friends now because like I told you a big secret. Yeah, exactly. And how that's like, it's both an exchange of trust and also an exchange of vulnerability, which is, you know what I mean? Because you kind of, it has to have both at the same time, but that also can't be the basis for deep friendship. No, I think... It's also because here's here's the other thing that like I've been thinking a lot about like friends and friendship lately because I went to college somewhere where I knew no one within literally like a like I knew nobody in the state I knew nobody in the general area mm-hmm. I didn't know anybody who had been there before like it was totally like jumping off the deep end into like new terrain new territory everything yeah and I've been thinking a lot about like. Oh my god. First of all, making new friends is exhausting. It's hard. And especially in a place like college where it's like there's not it's not like it's not like high school where you can have especially the high school we went to, which is super small. Yeah. And it was all girls, so it's like you there's no one who you can like, oh, like this person is in all my classes and like we play the same sport. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be friends. Or like we're from the same town. Like we're, you know, like, I've known this person for a long period of time. Obviously, that equals friendship. Right. You have to, like, strive to form friendships. And I think another thing is that forming friends in college feels a lot like a performance or an audition. Oh, my God, definitely. Where you need to perform your personality yeah. to other people to see if they like it. And I think that can be yeah. exhausting at times. Yeah, I'm very much like, this is what you're going to get. And I've been doing it. You know how I've been doing it is um, music. I don't know if that's, like, clever, but I have been, like, I was, my roommate, who I am friends with, luckily, thank God, I feel like I lucked out so much (laughs) with my roommate, she's a wonderful person, shout out, you know who you are, Um, if you listen to this, probably not, but, uh, I, I think it's really funny, because she had a friend over, who was our neighbor, and they're very close, and I, we were all, like, getting ready to go to the same thing, kind of thing, it was... I was like, okay, I'm going to, like, play for my Spotify. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, oh, my God, like, you have such good taste in music. Like, I love your taste, blah, 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 whatever. Like, I love music. Like, this, I like the same music. And I was like, ah, yes. We can become friends. Now we can become friends. Like, it was so, like, I was like, I'm going to play you, like, one Britney Spears song, one Michael Jackson <laughs> song, like, one J-Lo song, and then, like, a show tune. Right. And if you agree <laughs> with these four songs, we can be friends. I think my tryout for a friend is I'll tell, like, I have a couple of, like, patented jokes oh, that yeah. I have patted down over the years and they're, that I know are They're winners. Right. Like, the highlight of my joke reel. Mm-hmm. And if you laugh at that and if you can bridge off of that, that's when I know we can be friends. Yeah. I always thought it's, like, because with the two of us, comedy means so much to the yeah, two of us. absolutely. I think especially with our personalities and, like, our just, like, social identities and, like, approaches to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, like, how we relate to the world and yeah, how we, like, the lens that we view the world through. Through, through comedy and, like, being, being, having, laughing, like, to me, I know, and to you, like, laughing is just really important. Mm-hmm. Um, which sounds weird, but it is. No, um, I also think that, like, laughter and comedy is a way that I've worked through a lot of stuff. Like, if something bad happens to me, I really enjoy turning a joke out of oh it. Oh my god, awesome. <laughs> always. I, I think that's the basis of my humor, is like self-deprecating. Yeah. I think it's funny, because you and I do similar things, which I think is very funny, <laughs> is that we like, test out our jokes. Yeah, <laughs> that's true! I remember because you, and I, I do the exact same thing, you would, 
when we were in high school, you would tell jokes to our friend group, or, like, maybe, like, me and another person, mm-hmm. um, and you would be, like, blah, blah, like, you would tell it, and, like, then we'd laugh, and then it would be, like, okay, and then you'd tell it to, like, the broader friend group, exactly. and then you would tell it in class, if you could, if you had the opportunity. If I had the opportunity, and that's how I worked it there. I think particularly with the job I had, I had a lot yes. of weird stories from You there. worked in the food industry, but, like, <laughs> the worst... Like, the butt end of the food industry. The Just Walmart like, of the food industry. Oh, poor Walmart. I feel like it could be, wor- like, worse than Walmart. Like, um, <laughs> I don't know, almost like Tedeschi's, like, but, yeah. like, low-stocked. <laughs> Tedeschi's low It was, it was low like stock. a bargain brand Panera. Yeah. And I remember if something it's not really Panera. Happened, Panera is not sponsored. No, no, no. We have Panera, no affiliation. I love you. We love your work. <laughs> we love all the you. <laughs> I work at the Bargain Brand Panera, yeah. and if something funny happened or weird, first I would tell, like, you guys, yeah. and then, like you said, I'd you might like text. and then if it, like, really hit, like, broad comedy, then it would go onto the Finsta. Yeah. Ooh, and that's how I curated things. That's true. It was very funny. And also, it became, like, what you were then known for, which was funny. It yes, it became my legacy working at that job, I think. Yeah, and everyone knew. Like, Even everyone. if they didn't know me? Yeah, they knew you worked at the place. <laughs> I almost said the no- name, but I don't feel like Honestly, we should. Honestly, it's going under anyway. No one should sue us. That's, that's a big, don't come get us. <laughs> we might like legally blonde, but we are not lawyers. No, we are not. We are unqualified as fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think that's really funny that like we almost like try out our, uh, like, just like social jokes like on other people like we're comedians yeah and then we're not I, comedians we're not but we kind of are and then i develop like certain ways of telling the story oh yeah and like little embellishes and sometimes one will go over and i'll change it like i know there's one story i have and the first time i told it i was like i walked out of the house at seven in the morning looking like a hot mess and oh, then right. it became i walked out of the house at seven in the morning I'm wearing my romper. I have mascara down my eyelids. My hair smeared in a knot. And I smell yeah. like a mini bar in chlorine. Yes. And then it turned into, I walked out of the house at 7 in the morning looking like Britney circa 07. Oh, there my, you know, I reeked of a mini bar in chlorine. And it slowly developed until I found, like, the perfect description. Right. The formula that, like, elicited the most laughs from people. I think it's funny because I don't know if. Other people do this. I know. I definitely do this, and I know you do it. Mm-hmm. Of like editing, like that sort of way. It's like it's like editing a paper, like editing writing, absolutely, which we don't do. Neither <laughs> of us. We hate uh, editing. We hate editing. Um, which is why this is a stream conscious uh, podcast because yeah, I literally so that we don't. Have to I go back don't want to edit anything ever. Um, I, this project that I'm doing for school is gonna be great, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> so, but, like, I think it's funny that like we edit so much of our like. We edit so much of what we... I think everyone does. But we edit so much of, like, just what we say to, like, Absolutely. everybody else. Um, and I think I do it so much now in college when I just want friends and I want people to like me and, like, I'm so... Mm-hmm. Almost, I'm like, I want... Again, we both have this, like, narcissistic, like, goal of, like, being known or, like, being important. And it's not necessarily being the most popular girl no. in school. It's more like having a legacy and, like, something to mark that you were there, that people, like, remember you. Yeah. And it's also because, like, 100% we were like that in high school. Yeah. We, we Whether or not we knew or liked it, like, for <laughs> me, I feel like there were some things said about me. Not, like, a bad way. I wasn't, I don't think I was a particular controversial figure, but I did talk a lot. 
Definitely. No, I think people were like... (laughs) And I think people had an outward perception of you, and whether or not you agreed with that perception or felt like you aligned with it... Like it stayed. Right. There was something there. And I think it was kind of the same for me. Yeah. So, now that we've talked for... Ooh, let's check. Oh, 35 minutes. Wow. Um, Nice. Let's talk... I'm going to do now one of my questions. Okay. So, one of my questions is... Like, we were talking about this, and I'm curious to see us, like, fully digress into it, because mm-hmm. we've talked about it on, like, a casual yeah, capacity. Yeah, casual capacity about, like, internet stalking, because both of us, both of us, within the past, like, six months, <laughs> have liked boys, but we're not sure if they had girlfriends. If they had girlfriends or what was going on with them, because both of us got vibes from them that, like, there was something going on. Right, but we also really liked them both. We did. We did. And of and course, they were both kind of flirty with us. That's true. Oh, 100%. I think on my end and your end. And they both have names to begin with J. Oh my god. Oh my god. god. Whoa. 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 Coincidence. Yeah. Both their names are Jedediahs. <laughs> their names are. Joan of Arc. Um, actually, the boy, his name is Judas. <laughs> um, Judas, no. <laughs> Literally, no. We, I don't know if we were Judas. I don't think we were. We had similar situations, though, which I thought was funny. Yeah, do you want to talk about yours first? No. <laughs> Alright. I don't know if I want to fully digress, but it was basically like, so I internet stopped, obviously. But yeah. it's because we were friends beforehand. I'm one of those people, though. I don't believe in, like, blind dates and stuff like that, because I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I feel like you've got to be friends with the person before you can really... Oh, yeah. Mostly due to my fear of murder. Right. Of course. <laughs> Just, like, I don't want to get murdered, so, like, I want to know you. Yeah. So, I was friends with said man-boy-child? <laughs> call him J. Yeah. Call him J. Yeah. I'll call mine J squared. <laughs> Again. So, um, me and, uh, Jedediah Spunk, um... <laughs> No, we were, like, friends, and then I, um, like, internet stalked because, obviously, like, we were, like, friends on Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and all this stuff, and I was, like, doing it. It was so funny. I was doing it with my siblings. I have many, many siblings. You do. I do. And we're very close, and we're all home, um, together, and I was doing it with my siblings, and, like, we were all on our phones, like, looking at this kid. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, fuck. Like, How far like we were, like, sit, like we, were, we spent hours, and I was like, well, I'm not looking around being like, holy, like, we are looking at this kid's, like, literal, like, photos his mom has tagged him in <laughs> of, like, his, like, fourth grade birthday party where it's, like, everyone was a cowboy. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like the dream party, by the way. Honestly, why? Bummed I wasn't invited. We can't go out because I wasn't invited to your fourth grade birthday party. <laughs> I still hold a grudge uh, to this day on another boy with a J name um, th- because I had a fourth grade, or no, I, for my fourth my fourth birthday, or maybe the fifth birthday party, it was princess-themed. He didn't show, and it was a costume mandatory. Like, whether it was just a crown or, mm-hmm. like, a cape. Like, you just had to come. You had to fucking show him. Yes, yeah, you had to come in a costume. He didn't. Um, and so she exiled? What? Well, I did. I've held it to, we still know one another, like, to this day. Um, and we're still friends, kind of. Um, I don't, he kind of turned into a dick. Mostly because I think of that, like, social <laughs> at my fourth grade, or my four-year-old birthday party, because it was, like, it just, ah, I was so mad at him that he didn't do it. I was so mad. 
And I remember because I bring it up whenever we see one another now. I'm like, hey, remember that time? He's like, why are you still bringing that up? It's like, listen. <laughs> it was very important. But anyways, anyways, internet stalking. Internet stalking. Again, this is so bad. Um, maybe we shouldn't do this. <laughs> but internet stalking, it's like, I feel like when everything is on social media, the social media, mm-hmm. it's so easy to know so much about this person. And it's like, I wish, I 100% wish I was one of those people, because I think I pride myself on being, like, a fairly open human yeah. being. But I am so, especially when it comes to, like, crushes and stuff, I'm like, I can't ask them. That would be the death of me. Of For course. some reason. I have to do this, like, weird, like, stalkery, kind of, like, morally ambiguous. Oh, totally. Like, like, investigation of them, like I'm a police officer. Yeah, no, because with my situation, with the boy yeah. that we became... With Joseph Iacus. Yes. Uh, we came from the college, mm-hmm. and we kept running into one another at weird things. Yeah. Um, Ooh, similar... We have similar situations. Yeah. I'm just, like, the more I'm listening to something. Yeah, yeah college, so, similar. Mm-hmm. So we did a lot of things, and yeah. I really liked who he was, or what I had seen of who he was as a person... But yeah. I couldn't figure out if he had a girlfriend or not. No. So this started off... Because he posted a picture that you texted me about. Right. Okay, so what happened was we had been talking and kind of flirting. I think it was pretty flirty. I think you can... I think flirting... Like, as much as I say I have been talking to people and they're like, you flirting with me? I'm like, no. Yeah, no. But I feel like when it's point... Like, especially... Well, one of the reasons I think it was kind of flirting is that we were at this, like... It was called, like a glow rave or whatever and we randomly randomly ran into another Uh and my friend ended up leaving oh you told me about his friends ended up leaving him Mm -hmm. so we ended up hanging out together for probably two or three hours it was really cute um and then afterwards he was like oh do you want to get an uber together back to campus and he insisted on paying for my uber Oh, so I so feel I love like when that people pay me to hang out. With them. Yeah, so I feel like that was flirty, and he didn't mention a girlfriend at any point. But okay, no. Oh, so, they never do though. Yeah, so my I didn't find it. I figured out his last name. Uh huh. Not in a creepy way. He like mentioned it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I found Stanley. Google Maps. <laughs> I uh, ancestry.com Jim. Yes. Yeah. So I wasn't able to find his Instagram. I found it later. But first I Facebook stalked him. And then awesome. there's the girl who's been, I ran into at a party with another girl and they were wearing a couple's costume. Uh, which is just, I mean, that's a big. I mean, they were Brexit. She's just yeah. not a couple. Can we just establish that Brexit is one of the best couple's costumes ever? It is. It, it is. is. It I think that's the funniest costume. thing because I hate a lot of couple's costumes. Mm-hmm. The one that's popular when we were in high school is Deer and the Hunter, which is might be so fucking creepy. First of all, if your boyfriend is hunting you to murder you, well, well, like, mm, yeah, the, the symbolism know, is really, it's really unfunny. like the girl does, you know that, like, like insta girl, like deer makeup, where it's like oh, white dots. Oh, where it's like cute looking deer. A lot of like bronzer yeah. <laughs> and like white dots. Yeah, and, yeah. and they're just like, I'm a deer, obviously. <laughs> and you're like, okay, like, you also like, like, it's like a wee bit like Kardashian, Kardashian tanning, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so, so yes, like, they were Brexit. He Brexit, wore that's cute. He shirt, she had a shirt that said exit. That's and I went to this party, and I cannot figure out if they're dating or not. Okay. So what I ended up doing is I follow her on Instagram already, mm-hmm. and she posted a picture of it. Okay. And he commented, wait, I don't get it. Funny. That's cute. That's and then cute. another girl commented, this photo's blurry, and the girl who posted it replied, but I'm doing it for the memories. Relationshipy. 
But then I looked at it. She's not in any of his other photos. And he's not in any of her other photos. And that photo is the only photo on her Instagram that he's ever commented on or liked. Yeah, I mean... See, so yeah, then, like, I can't make a friend about relationship status. These are not even Instagrams she's like. Again, but it is also, like, what does it say that, like, no, I don't mean to, like, call you out, but, like, what does it say, like, you, like, went through her life? Exactly. Like, that's, like, it's insane. Yeah, it makes me feel like a crazy person. Yeah. And, and then I, and I didn't even realize I was doing it until I was, like, halfway into it. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck, Yeah, same. And I keep doing it. And yeah. it doesn't even have to be a romantic. I stopped my college roommate. I can say this because she knows. Um, <laughs> I told her, like, I full-on stalked her before. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And, like, her boyfriend's Instagram, like, I looked at that. Like, it's bad. And then the thing is, I am very well aware we are not the only ones because in high school, we all used to do it together. Mm-hmm. And that was a big part of, we went to an all-girls school. So when you got into a relationship, the relationship wasn't, I know you're going to talk about this in your official school podcast. It's cool. You can say yeah, it because no, no one's going to The relationship listen. wasn't real until it was on social media. Oh, definitely. And thus, we marked how serious relationships were in the way that they were communicated on social media. And we ended up putting a lot of meaning into that because that was kind of the only markers that we really had available to us. Yeah, and I don't think that's necessarily something... I love to do the thing where I, like, blame so much of things. I'm like, oh, it's because we went to, like, that school or it's because of our environment. Yeah. I don't think that's 100% true because then I look at... You love doing this and I love doing this. Um, celebrities and celebrity oh. relationships... <laughs> Especially Absolutely. your personal favorite one. I know you were like, are they dating? Are they not dating? Well, they are dating. I know they are. healthy emotional investment in Cole Sprouse and Lily Reinhardt. Of course. I am but you loved, so committed to their relationship. But like, it's fun. Like, it's weird. I don't know why it's fun. It shouldn't be. See, one thing that I have made a point to, though, is that if I'm on, like, Tumblr or whatever, um, I never, like, actively seek out paparazzi photos taken of them. Ah, uh, yes. Or photos that they, like didn't consent to. No, yeah. So, I like, and I try not to be a complete crazy person about it because, like, because they've both been very clear <laughs> that they're, like, really oh, into their privacy. Like they've written to you personally. Yeah. Dear um, Julia, as I know them. Get off my ground. Personally. <laughs> no, so, like, I'm good friends. I, like, freak out about stuff that's, like, on their Instagram stories oh, or also post on Instagram. But yeah. I like, do you make a conscious effort not to, like, go through paparazzi photos or, like, stuff like that and just not be... Totally nuts. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, we love, I love a good, like, doing a celebrity stuff or, like, Mm. um, but, like, people do that. Uh, I know a lot of celebrities, I'm not going to name names, not going to call them out, (laughs) but, like, when they break up with someone, they delete the photo. Oh, yeah. And you know, if you scroll down on their Instagram, you can find out if they deleted. And that's one of the first things you check. I think I, when I find out people have broken up. One of the first things I do is look and see on their Instagram if they believe oh, yeah. or not. Because I'm curious. Uh, we do this all the time. I We've discussed this of people we went to high school with and were dating guys when they graduated and, like, over the summer. Yeah. And then we see it's, like, did they survive through – I feel like that's always a big milestone for, like, high school relationships. If you, like, right. Survive. I think if you make it to Thanksgiving. For, like, freshman year, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, if you, like, break up. That was a plot line on Degrassi. <laughs> <laughs> it was constantly, like – they called it, like, the turkey break or you something. You Degrassi reference for everything. I do. Or Degrassi. It's pronounced Degrassi. 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 I pronounce it Degrassi because I'm illiterate. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but just can't read. Um, yeah, never but, learned how to read. No, never learned how to read. Um, also, we're going to make a lot of, like, 
here's my thing, <laughs> real quick. Well, I think it's important to mention this in our first episode, if you will. Mm-hmm. I think both of us make quest like comments about like you know never learning how to read and like illiteracy and like I just want to say like again we're kind of assholes and it's like we're not. I'm not saying. <laughs> We both can read. Shut up. We both can read. Illiteracy is a major problem in the country, and the exactly. system should be working to combat that. Yeah. We are very pro education. Like, we are pro education. Like, we very understand that, like, we're both two very privileged individuals in so many different ways. Oh, yeah. we were talking about We were talking about this in the car. <laughs> yeah, because I drove her here. Um, we drove you here. <laughs> Anyway, this is my bandana, and she, she drove, drove me here. This is a very serious conversation. Yes. <laughs> anyway, besides the Parks and Recreational, Parks and Rec reference, what I mean is that, like, we are both very, I'm very aware that, like, yeah, we make jokes about, like, not learning how to read, but there are so many people who actually don't know how to read, and it's because of, like, very unjust systems of, like, poverty and, like, racism Absolutely. and sexism and homophobia, and it's like, ah, that's bad. Um, we're very anti. We're very anti, you know, Actual literacy. Yeah. Actual literacy. But we will make jokes. Um, and I also don't mean this to be a call out as, um, I feel like I'm just like pre-apologizing for things we're not going to get yelled at because no one's going to listen to this. That's true. But as I know of the internet, I'm a very big, uh, uh, like, I feel like I'm literate in, in, in internet, if you will. Mm. Um also, like, about, like, people who have, like, actual, like, disabilities and, like, things like that. And, like, oh, ableism. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, we we fully acknowledge there are people who don't know how to read due to, like, uh, like, disease or disabilities. So yeah, it's yeah, like, for sure. Just clarifying. I feel like that's a big... Just clear. Like, I want to, like, shout out. Early on to clarification. Yeah. Yes. We're not terrible. We're not that. I feel like we... We try very hard not to be terrible. Yeah. I feel like some of it just comes out. Yeah. Just natural. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's the petty zoo. That's the petty zoo, honestly. Um, but yeah, internet's talking, like, I'm confused. Like, here's my, one of my, like, things is, like, I don't know about you. I have very specific rules for my social media. I know you're one of the only people I know on social media, besides celebrities who do this. You delete photos from your Instagram, which I always Constantly. Find, I find it very funny. because I Really? Like, yeah, because sometimes I'm in them. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I've been in some of them. Maybe um, some of them. But, like, sometimes, like, I'll be looking through your Instagram because mm-hmm. we're friends and I don't feel weird stalking you. No, I go through your Instagram. Oh, frequently. oh yeah, it's great. Because I'm like, also, if I want to show somebody else who you are mm-hmm. or, like, show something on somebody's Instagram, I will totally. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, if I want to talk about, like, a trip you and I did or, like, mm-hmm. an close event. Up. Close up, yes. An event or something. Like, I can be like, oh, blah, blah, this is that. Yeah. Um, visuals <laughs> for my presentations. Mm-hmm. Um... I find it funny that you delete Instagrams, and then I realize, like, I, I'm, like, almost the opposite. Um, I'll keep fucking everything. Like, I... That's funny. I go back. You can trace back my Instagram to, like, mm-hmm. freshman year of high school and be like, whoa, girlfriend did not know how to d- do things. <laughs> but I know I'm going to say that about myself now, because um, I feel like... I don't know. I like almost, like, curating... It's like how you feel about Tumblr. It's like... I like almost, yeah. like, curating my nice... It's like I like the memories. I'm a big nostalgic bitch mm-hmm. um so I like going back and being like oh this happened or that happened or almost like but more along the lines it's usually like oh I put yeah. that on the internet I didn't do that <laughs> the thing about Instagram I think the reason that I delete photos a lot is that I am a very big believer in that there is a very specific identity that I want to communicate through my Instagram mm-hmm. are and you I, public photos? yeah yeah Ooh, I'm private I'm ah uh-uh. yeah no I'm you cannot come to my house another core difference yeah. Um, and that 
I want to like reflect that very specific identity yeah. slash personality through my Instagram. So I delete anything that I decide doesn't fit in with that very specifically curated image. Yeah. And I don't know why that's important to me. It's not that I want to be Instagram famous or that I want a lot of followers. No. I think it's that I actually genuinely use Instagram more as a tool of like self-expression. Yeah. Than like I just want to curate memories. Mm. Yeah. I also have very, like, I'm sorry, real quick. I just remember my favorite moment of you and Instagram is the time. You know exactly what I'm talking about. The time you took a photo of a sunset, decided it wasn't good enough to put on your Instagram. So you, you colored it. You colored it the sunset. I went into notability. And I did not use the highlighter function. So we took neon yellow highlighter. And, and the thing is, the best part about that is I remember seeing that photo and I was like, that's so pretty. Oh my god, she's in such a cute place. Everyone and bought it. No one knew no until one you told it. us. And we were like, what? Okay, the other thing I do that I'm really not proud of with Instagram, if I go to an event or a show and I don't find any photos that I like, I will find other people's photos that other people took mm. and pass them off as my own. Ooh. I went skiing in Canada and I didn't take any photos. So I took a photo of Google images yeah. of the ski resort and posted it. It's still on my Instagram. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember our other friend, our like third school got so mad about it. <laughs> it was very funny. She ended up commenting, you didn't take this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, because remember, I saw the photo, and I was like, that's a really good photo. But I don't want to, like, say anything, because, like, you never know. Right. Um, I have photos on my Instagram that it's, like, I, I also, like, I feel like I'm getting better. I'm tired of, like, shame of Instagram or, like, shame yeah. of documenting. Because it's, like, I'm fully aware and fully own the fact that I'm the girl who takes photos of her food sometimes at restaurants. Absolutely. Not, like, I have rules, like, when I'm, like, out with my family or anything, like, no, 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 no. But, like, if I'm out with friends or, like, I was out with my sister and, like, I, like, was, like, this is really pretty. This morning I photographed the brunch we went to. You did? We went to brunch and she photographed it. Um, and, like, I didn't, because my phone was dead. <laughs> That's the only reason. Like, <laughs> it's very, I don't know, it's very, um, like... Like, I just feel like there's so much, like, I'm I think it's really like, interesting what people Instagram. Yeah, and how. Yeah. Um, and when. And yeah. why. And all these questions. All these questions and more. I also, other than Instagram, I do have rules, though, about, it's kind of relates to my stalking about, like, social media, because I have rules about who, I'm very, like, I feel like I'm somewhat, I like being private on things. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. I, I like being the decider, especially on Instagram, like, can you follow me? No. I was so, oh my god, a girl from high school tried to re-follow me. <laughs> because she, like, deleted her Instagram. I don't know what happened, but she followed me. She, like, requested to follow me when I was in college, like, a few months ago. And I just remember saying, and being like, ha No. <laughs> like, I just, it was so satisfying because, like, this was someone who, like, I really didn't appreciate as a person and, like, mm-hmm. was not very kind to me and, like, several other people. Yeah. So it's sort of, like, also just, like, entire races and classes of other people mm-hmm. you know just races especially yeah 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 yeah, just, yeah. Mm-hmm. she knows what I'm talking about but like <laughs> she tried to re-follow me and I was like it was so therapeutic for me to be like no like no yeah. you can't like I don't want you in this space that I value to a certain degree right. that's a thing it's like I don't necessarily think there should be a ton of value in social media because it is like a superficial thing oh totally but also it's like i don't i 
think I can own and I don't think I I like to kind of keep my levels like oh I shouldn't care that much about when I'm posting this who likes it how many followers I count because it doesn't matter um but I usually kind of in order to like keep those levels I have like rules for like snapchat Snapchat I use in like a very personal way I feel like mm-hmm. it's usually photo videos of like my family or like my friends or like goofing off it's yeah, not yeah. very like it's not very like documentary mm-hmm. so it's my rule is if I want you to know where I am <laughs> like if I trust you enough so it's like not somebody I met like you know mm-hmm. at a party or something right someone that no 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 that's like if you are if you are on my Snapchat I like you like yeah. I like you as a person <laughs> like that's that's the rule like no one else I don't think I have anybody who's like see yeah the thing I think that the rules that I establish around my social media are less about other people and more about me okay like, I established very early on that I don't talk about anything very personal on social media yeah ever not on tumblr not on twitter not oh, on instagram no. not on facebook I don't trust tumblr no me neither and I just I think there's a lot of people who expose a ton of their personal life on it. But they choose to. They do. And that's absolutely their choice. And I totally respect that. But that's yeah. one thing I set really early on for me is that I realized that I can't take that stuff back. And once you tell someone something, you can't untell them it. The internet's forever. Right. So I think that my rules surrounding social media are more about what I do rather than what other people do. Yeah. I also, like, I... One thing that's been different lately is it's really funny, I think, how people are political on social media, oh, me. particularly Facebook, because I, I think Facebook oh. is where you're with your family members. You're political on Facebook. I am, but I try, I, one, my political on Facebook thing is that I don't actively pick fights. No, no, I don't like Facebook fights about politics. I see it all the time. I got into a huge one sophomore year with a girl who went to the high school in my hometown. Mm. Huge multi-day. I got into this huge fight, and I remember how much it upset me, Yeah. like, and how antsy and adrenaline, like, Uh, rush I got, like, waiting for replies. You get excited. I don't know. Like, I think both of us have this issue of getting excited by being right. Exactly. And the thing is, I realized, now looking back, I wasn't trying to convince her. Yeah. I was trying to win. Yeah, which is not what like it, it shouldn't be about that. So no. I do post political stuff on Facebook, but I really make an active, concerted effort not to pick fights and not to fight people and to instead try to like actually engage in conversation, which is much easier said than done. Yeah, I mean, I have I feel like a decent amount. I know you definitely have more followers than I do. I have a decent, I think so. Because I only let people follow me, people I know. Yeah, That's yeah. my rule. I only have people I know. And I don't know that many people. <laughs> um, so it's only people I know. And I have posted, I have kind of noticed, especially in our, now it's funny because I went to a college that is extremely liberal. Like, I don't know, like, you know, two black, two, two blocks past, like, the left side. Yeah. Know? Like, it's very, very liberal. And it's a very new community for me. And I'm learning a lot, and I think it's actually really good, but it's, I don't know how long I want to spend in said community. Um, but I'm learning a lot about when I was in high school, I felt very alone in my Instagram of politics. Yes. Because, as you know, <laughs> I post a lot. You post political stuff on Instagram, and I never have. I do because people. More teenagers follow me on Instagram than they do on 
Facebook, Facebook and right. more teenagers care about Instagram than they do Facebook, in my experience. Mm-hmm. So it's like, for me, it's like I've posted, um, like, I don't know. <laughs> she just like um I posted um yeah oh wow oh god um but like I think I posted like things about um usually things I'm learning about which I think is actually good it's a good yeah for sure. like to document it's like things I'm learning about are like issues I'm now feeling more attached to and protective of mm-hmm. um based on what I'm like learning throughout my life which is cool um and, like, for instance, like, I was vocal during the election. I was vocal after the election. Which was sometimes difficult in the school environment that yes, we went to. Because I was kind of like your rule. I find interesting about you not wanting to post anything, like, too personal. But for me, I was like, listen, if... Because I've always said, like, my political-ish, like, posts don't get as many likes of, like, yeah, like, you know, being pretty and like <laughs> or like at a school dance or something like that. No, like, for you know, sure, they don't get as many likes, which is fine. But it's like for me, my mentality of it has always been like, if a hundred people like this photo, it means they've seen a message I have very, like I've almost like calculated about putting out there. Mm-hmm. This is what I want you to see, and it's not about me. And I think there comes a point when social media, weirdly enough. Sometimes has to be not about you. Yeah. No, that definitely makes sense. That's a good place to wrap up. Wrap up. Oh, wait. Yeah, wait. We have one more segment. Oh, we do. We do. (laughs) I think it's fine that it's a little over an hour. Like, my favorite podcasts are mad. Yeah, yeah. Um, Also, like, again, if you're still listening to this, damn. (laughs) Like, damn. Like, it's going to get better, we promise. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, favorite and least favorite things. I've left this past Ooh. week. I have mine, definitely. Go for it. Um, I had the ultimate, ultimate extreme blessing of mm-hmm. going to see Hamilton at the oh. Richards Rogers Theater in Manhattan, New York, <laughs> in case you didn't know. Um, and I cried so many times. Um, I've been obsessed with the show since 2015. As we all have. I have yeah. the biggest history... Fans, you do love history. I love history. And so somebody combining some of my two favorite things, it's like the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup of musicals for me. Because it's mm-hmm. history and it's musicals. And it's really? also like slightly activist and like slightly political. For sure. Very political. Very political and it like concentrates on like people of color and like it's like, uh, you know, written by one of my fellow Latinos. We're different Latino. He's a Latino and Puerto Rican. I'm Mexican, but still different. (laughs) Written by and produced and definitely power to Latina excellence, which is very cool. And it's very much like people of color. Fuck yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Dope. That was telling of history and like the re... Who owns history. Who owns history. Who lives, who dies and tells your story. Mm -hmm. And I I've been looking forward to it for a very long time and it was I got to go with my sister and we had our first like, it's our first ever like we're adults and we're going somewhere. (laughs) by ourselves and like we're picking where we want to go nice. it was very like it made me feel like an adult self and your least favorite oh god um so much uh yeah something like gross i don't know oh gross thing that happened to me today which i don't know if that counts as like yeah i had a pretty chill week not that much has happened to me but gross thing that happened today was i we were i was um we were going to brunch and uh, Google Maps lied to me and said I could park where I turned out can't park. 
and I was very, very stressed, and I hated it, and I hate parking because I had a traumatic experience last year where my front of my car fell <laughs> off while I was parking in a similar area to where we were getting brunch mm -hmm. around this time of year, and I was dying. And I hated it, and I, it's very, like, not, I know, it's not, like, a terrible thing to happen to you, but it was very much, it was stressful at the time. Yeah, it was absolutely. stressful, and I felt very well, sweaty. Well, yeah, we said we were going to meet at, like, 11, and you didn't end up, like, being able to get there until 12, nope. 15. <laughs> yeah, wow, great. Yeah, I felt like such a good friend, too, because I get, I have, like, a weird anxiety about, like, disappointing people, and, like, mm -hmm. or, okay. like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah and, yeah. like, when you're late. I don't know. Yeah. I have a large amount of anxiety about lateness for a variety of reasons. <laughs> That's true. And I'm like, oh god, like they're gonna hate me if I'm late. Like they're gonna be no, so. No, it was literally so chill. Like we ordered an appetizer and hung out. Yeah, but that was also the good part about like little note ending note. I feel like about friendship is like, like for instance, I feel like I'm so comfortable about our friendship because it's like Absolutely. there's so much about like like if you and I interrupt one another, which we do all the time. We do it in a There's, fond way, though. Like, I just... Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's like, it's never, like, I'm like, okay. Like, it's like, we're, it's like, very, like, I used to say this with one of my other very good friends of, like, aggressively agreeing with one another. Yes, and exactly. And being on the same level as someone, where it's like... And having to express it, because we're so, like, on the same page. Yeah, and I've never, like, like, I feel like we, we knock on wood. <laughs> um, we've, like, never gotten in, like, a huge fight, or even, like, had no. a... Like, we've disagreed, I feel like, but never to the point of, like, I am upset with you. Yeah, no, I really don't think so. And I think you're also, like, one of my best friends just because, like, being friends with you makes me want to be a better person. <laughs> no, stop. I'm being super corny and I hate it, too. No, I know. I'm being really cheesy. But it's, it's really like, sweet. And I feel it's like, really sweet and it's, like, not something people say to me, which makes my heart, like, you know, <laughs> explode. Well, no, I feel like there's some friends Where? who, like, Try to act different around them or change certain parts oh. of their personality, but I feel like when we're hanging with you and our other close friend, yeah. I can be, say like the weirdest shit I want to and make oh, the weirdest references. Definitely, and you make me want to be like a better activist and a better friend <laughs> and a better person. And like, I don't know. I think that's one of right like, really, like the marks of a really strong friendship. I think it's also just like there's something to be said about an easiness of like conversation and talking, mm -hmm. which is documented by we our We never have things to say. No, and it's also very like, but at the same time, you and I could also be on our phones in total silence in the same room and still be hanging out. Like it's very- And completely companionable. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very much of like, just like same wavelength mm -hmm. of person, which I think is difficult to find in Absolutely. And the world. <laughs> we don't have to talk all the time and text every single day. No, but I like know what's up with you. Exactly. Like, I don't need to talk to you every... Also, I feel like it's funny. It's like, often what we talk about is like TV shows or movies or like something going on in like mm -hmm. the world. I feel like when it's funny because it's like, it's like my like day-to-day -day life. Because I know it's like, I don't really need to tell you my day-to-day -day life. And if something does happen, it's like, I'll eventually do Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to get there. <laughs> Anyway, so what is your, that's my least favorite, so yeah, Hamilton and then not being able to find parking and almost crying in the <laughs> middle of a street that was one way and I was facing <laughs> the wrong direction. Woo! Um, top of my week. So I don't think, I didn't send you this article, I sent it to another one of my friends. Um, oh. But I read this article in The Guardian this week, Lit. and it was kind of New Year's themed, and it was titled, um, Self-Control is Empathy with Your Future Self. Ooh! Which I thought was a really interesting perspective that I hadn't heard before, and it was talking about how the part of your brain that, like, processes empathy with other people is the same part of brain that's self-control, and I found that really interesting because I think I like to think of myself as an empathetic person, no. but I hate self-control, just as, like... 
a general value. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm a free bird. Yeah, I don't like, like, the idea of self-control, and I you find it very constricting. But I really like that idea of, like, self-control isn't restricting yourself. It's having empathy with the person you are in the future. Yeah. So I'm a huge fan of that concept as a whole. Yeah. No, I... I totally agree with that. I think that's very cool. I love, I love just like, this is like me in an effort to like find, I, I just love like when, you know, finding other people or even like articles or something. Hopefully I like it in a person form because that's mm-hmm. more interesting <laughs> to me. Um, but like just finding like an idea or an approach to something you thought you had a very good understanding of. Yes, absolutely. Um, and, like, even if you don't agree with them 100%, or even if, you know, you're like, oh, is that the most realistic thing? It's so different that it makes, it's like, not only does that person obviously appear to be 100% cooler than you yes. are, um, but also, like, I don't know, it makes me, it helps me with my opinions and, like, development as a person. I'm yeah. Okay, so your least favorite thing. My least favorite thing, um, I was working at the restaurant that shall not be named. Oh, yes, the restaurant. Two nights ago. The Baltimore (laughs) restaurant. Yes. And my friend, they have, like, pieces of sharp wood metal everywhere. Oh, I know. And she was walking around back, and she banged her face into a sharp piece of metal. And she got this gash in her forehead. Yeah, it went through her eyebrow Uh -uh, up onto her forehead. And she walked out. The restaurant was closed at the time, and she walked out dazed. And I was like, oh, my God. So we ended she up... She concussion? Yeah. Oh, but she didn't realize until the next day. So we sat her down. And they ended up taking the first aid kit, which was very poorly stocked. Yes. I've seen Grey's Anatomy. Um, so yeah, we I'm both see every season of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. So you could say I'm a medical professional. Of course. Um, and I ended up using this eye patch that they had and creating like a bandage out of it for her forehead because it hurt really badly and she didn't want anyone to touch it. An eye patch? Yeah, so it was like a stick-on eye patch because Jesus. she didn't want me to put a band-aid on because it hurt. Oh, God. But I touched it, and she didn't want me to put Neosporin on because it hurt. So oh, I, like, God. dabbed on Neosporin and then got this eye patch on. Okay. And then, um, she got a couple stitches and a concussion. Holy shit. And uh, I'm making a shift this week, so that was my first part oh, of the week. Oh, that sucks. Mm-hmm. That sucks for her. It sucks for you. It's just an all-around sucky situation. It was really weird. Gross. <laughs> but I get great snap stories out of it. Good thing you've seen Grey's Anatomy. Exactly. Yeah, I was able to deal with the situation. With the Didn't we, like, like, have a text conversation being like, yeah, like, four cc's. Push one of Epi. Yeah. Charge the panels to 200. Is that an epidural? Is that what that is? I thought it was... Oh, wait, wait. Is that an epidural? Epinephrine? Epinephrine? Epinephrine! There we go. I don't know what anything means. Nope. <laughs> Again, it's another thing like we can talk with such confidence, but it's like about things you know nothing, nothing about. about. Neither one of us is a medical professional. We have no. Don't try this at home, kids. Don't do it. Just bad. Um. Yeah, that, that's, that's all just, from us. That wraps it up. Yeah. Thank you if you're listening to this. <laughs> Thank I'm you so, so much. curious. Who will? Yeah. Comment below if there's but, a yeah comment. Uh, nothing. Um, I, I might, so where I'm going to put this, where you can find us, um, I don't know. I'm not going to put my social media at ATM right mm-hmm. now, um, maybe later, but, um, where you can find us, I'm going to put this up on a blog, um, WordPress, cool. um, and I'm going to put this up and if, you know, if you like it, um, you can comment on WordPress, um, and if you don't like it, bye. <laughs> like, don't, you don't have to hang out with us. You don't have to. It's your choice. You can choose to sit with us. <laughs> you can choose you to sit with no us. no obligation to. Yeah, I feel like that you are, if you're listening to this, you are sitting with us. So we're both sitting down. Yeah. We're both not doing anything. Um, if you want to hear us talk about anything. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. Um, yeah, but this has been the first episode of the Petty Zoo. 
Like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, like my channel. What is it? No, subscribe to my channel. All right, yeah, this is Julia and Anna signing off. Thank you so much. Bye.